This is the Rich Eisen Show. Shortly before he went on the air, Frank Reich was fired by Indianapolis. Towards the end of the first hour, Jeff Saturday, former Colts All-Pro center, um, without a lick of coaching experience at the collegiate or professional football level. Um, He's currently coaching high school football in Georgia while also uh, dropping uh, punditry on the um, folks who watch ESPN. Uh, He's the new coach. He's a new coach. This is so wild. Albert Breer trolling me right now saying, Jeff, uh, that uh, maybe Jim Harbaugh should go to Indianapolis. That's what he's trolling me right now. I'm finding out he can't be <laughs> I real, saw that right? pop up. I mean, why wouldn't that pop Get up? Get out of here. Chris, right? Why wouldn't Get out of here with he that noise. He Minnesota last year. Get out of here. Stop he's a it. Colts legend, Rich. Stop it. Stop it. He is a Colts legend. He, I know he already his, went home his, to Michigan. His name's on the building, just, like, just like Jeff Saturday. You know, I get it. He was I understand. an inch away from leaning yeah, to the Super Bowl. He, he, he's too busy uh, breaking something off in Greg Schiano. That was so delightful. <laughs> oh, God. That was great. We'll talk college football a little bit more this hour. Overreaction Monday coming up. Uh, here, uh, 844-204-RICH, number to dial, but on our Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line, we got to go straight uh, to our phone line, not just because he's a professional football player of note, but here's the deal. When you score five touchdowns in a game and you call him to the Rich Eisen Show, we stop everything. Just like he did on the uh, Carolina Panthers yesterday on the Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line. Fresh off a record-setting performance yesterday is Joe Mixon of the Cincinnati Bengals. How you doing, Joe? Oh, I'm doing great. How you doing? I'm fine. Did you wake up dangerous yesterday? You feel it? Just waking up yesterday? <laughs> nah, I ain't feel like Baker Mayfield. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I figured I just when you so how did you wake up? Did you feel different? Was there something different about yesterday and the way the rest of the season had been going to that point, Joe? Uh, no, nah, not to not to not for real. Um, I think it was mainly just you know um, I felt like. I knew what type of game it was going to be and what game we needed to have. And uh, really mainly just rising up to the occasion, man, my number was called. That's all. Well, it did seem to be that your number was called more than than other games. Trust me, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at your games quite a bit, not just because I picked the Bengals to win a division, but my 11-year-old has you in his fantasy team. So we're locked in on many different fronts. Uh, Joe, uh, was your number called more yesterday than usual? This year? Oh, yeah, most most definitely. Um, and, you know, part of that is because we have uh, three great receivers um, in our offense, and also we have, you got, you know, a guy that you all know in Joe Burrow. So, um, you know, that's pretty much how, it, you know, the season has been shaping up. But uh, yesterday was a day for, you know, for me and the offensive line to, you know, get down and dirty in them trenches and, uh, be physical and finish everything, and that's what we did. What is that? What message does that send when you're down and dirty in the trenches and getting physical in your mind, Joe? Um, to be real, just knowing that we're able to be run dominant if we need to be, and um, by us having a balanced attack yesterday, I felt like that opened up the offense a lot more uh, than we even thought it would be. But um, I felt like we did everything that was asked of us, and we executed, which is the name of the game. Is it, um, I, I'm, you know, I've been trying to read up as much as I can being a lead pipe wielding professional. Uh, did I read that you called a players only meeting with the offensive line to discuss the running game? Joe, did I oh, see yeah, that? Most, most definitely. Um, I definitely did. And uh, them guys, they came in, came in at about 830 in the morning on an off day. Mm-hmm. And I felt like it was definitely beneficial to us. Um, 
and we're definitely reaping the benefit the benefits from it. So um, it's a great thing to see. Well, again, I know it's players only, and <laughs> that's my setup to ask you: Why did you feel compelled to call such a meeting? If you don't um, mind sharing, just because I felt like it was, you know, within uh, our best interests, um, and really just getting to know these guys because we have four new guys on the front, and um, just knowing the way they are as. Uh, you know, as a player, and, you know, because they obviously all were in different systems, and, uh, you know, starting the beginning of the year, and even last year, we were a wide zone team, so them guys really probably didn't do a lot of wide zone, and that, you know, was probably a, a difference for them, so basically just getting them guys on the same page with me, and me being on the same page with them, I felt like, uh, like I said, we're be- we're reaping the benefits, man. So it's a great thing to see, and I'm I'm just happy for how them guys performed yesterday. So, do you believe Joe Mixon that uh, this was a, a corner turned yesterday against Carolina? Um, one thing that I believe is it definitely was a start. Um, I could definitely say it was a start. And I know for one thing that Zach knows he ha- he always has that in his back pocket if that's what he wants. Or in his front, whatever he want to do. Joe Mixon here on the Rich Eisen Show. Have you ever had a five-touchdown game before? Uh, yeah, I got asked this question a few times. Okay. I had a few in, uh, you know, peewee football okay. and a few in high school football. And I also had a performance like this in, in college, man. So uh, to have one on a, the, the game's top-of-the-top league, man, it's, it's definitely truly a blessing. When did you know you had five? Did you know it at the time? Were you counting in your head? Did you know? Uh, you when know? I got the when I got the fourth one, that's when I started counting. Like, okay, I got four touchdowns. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, I'm trying to go get seven. <laughs> seven. And that, yeah, the next thing you know, like I ended up getting the fifth one. I'm like, bro, like I can't believe this. Like, this is a this is like I'm literally living a dream right now. And uh, I I wasn't. You know, I didn't get seven, obviously, but, um, you know, just being able to get five, man, was definitely a blessing, man. That's something that, you know, being in this league, I'd never take for granted because it's a privilege to be here. Joe Mixon here uh, on the Rich Eisen Show. I'll ask you the same question I asked uh, Joe Burrow when he was on uh, prior to the Monday Nighter uh, in Cleveland. Um, How did the the Super Bowl run and then the eventual loss um, actually help, maybe, in in getting you set for this year and maybe keep you hungry for this year as well Did, was there anything from that journey that actually was beneficial that you're seeing this year joe yeah most definitely um i felt like it was definitely quite the experience that you know most people have never experienced and i felt like it was a blessing to even be on that stage um i definitely feel like from what our team took from that year uh, that we're definitely having um, taken on this year is um, we've been there before. We know what it takes to get back, and we know what we have to do, um, you know, in, in in between time. So at the end of the day, we've been there before. We know how to get there, and we know what it's going to take. And we just got to take it one week at a time, uh, play our cards right, and um, just dominate and keep on doing all the things that – uh, we know that we're expected to do here, and that's executing the game. And then, uh, I guess as well, um, you know what it's like to throw a touchdown pass in a Super Bowl, right, Joe? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> I mean, can you believe that's on your resume, Joe? Seriously, I, what I do mean, you think? To, to be honest, like, I don't really be thinking, you know, certain things that I be doing. Uh, 
which is well, what you guys would call an accomplishment. Like I really don't ever sit to literally take it all in until somebody brings it up to me. Then when you think about it, it's like, or when I think about it, it's like, man, like you're right. Like I can't believe that I did that. So yeah, there are quarterbacks in the Hall of Fame who don't have Super Bowl touchdown passes, Joe. <laughs> It's seriously. Right, exactly, exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's a blessing to be here, man, and, you know, to be able to experience that. Yeah, I mean, just up the road there in Canton, there are some guys with busts who would say, I would, I would love to have a Super Bowl touchdown pass like you have. So when it, when, it, when it comes down to it, I mean, you mentioned the offensive line and how it's new and how they're learning something new. And we're, we are seeing Burrow uh, take some shots. Like he just uh, actually was sacked in yesterday's game for a, a 100th time since the beginning of last season. Um, uh-huh. and, 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 but all that said, all together – do you see some similarities between this year and last that uh, you can put together a December run like last year and then take it all the way to maybe Arizona this year to the Super Bowl? Yeah, man. I mean, I feel like we're definitely um, in position to do that. Um, one thing where we was last year that we are this year is five and four. Um, everybody counting us out, um, thinking that we're not going to do anything, which is fine. Like, that's that's fine. Like, I'm I'm glad people think that. We're glad people think that, but at the same time, we just got to take it one week at a time. I mean, we got a hell of a back-end schedule that we're going to have to go against, and um, the way you prepare for that is just literally every day you got to prepare for that team that week um, as much as you can, go out and execute on Sundays, and obviously try to do whatever it takes to get the win, and that's what's going to have the little things lead up to the big things, which is obviously – uh, uh, Super Bowl run. And then, of course, uh, Burrow and his no- known for being cool uh, with grace under pressure, despite sometimes getting hit around. You got a good story, Joe Mixon, about Joe Burrow's coolness under pressure or anything? You got a, you got a good go-to on that I front? Mean, yeah, I mean, I'm going to just go to yesterday because that's uh, okay. probably the most um, recent thing that happened. So okay. yesterday before the half, ended um i remember telling joe like he was like man we're gonna line up an empty so we ended up lining up an empty i'm like what you want me to run he was like just run a fade and i'm like all right bet so i ended up running a fade and all of a sudden like the corner like almost like dropped me because he seen joe about to scramble then he remember i was there he tried to hold me so i just spent out and then joe just delivering a dime and i just tried to get my uh best impression of jamar chase and the toe tap right and touchdown is what you're saying. Exactly. So exactly. the touchdown reception you had in your five touchdown game was a route that you didn't know you were going to run until Joe says, "Yeah, just run a fade," and that's how. Yeah, you, yeah exactly, exactly, and that's exactly how he basically <laughs> talked it up, not drew it up. <laughs> how often does that happen with him? Does that happen uh, often? <laughs> to be honest, I think the last time like he said something like that was when we played Baltimore last year. I think when he threw for like 500 yards, he mm-hmm. told me to run a fade, and then he ended up throwing it to me, and I ended up. I think that's that was his record-breaking uh, mm-hmm. throw right there. So you know, I think that was probably the last time he did that. But I guess there's great things happen when I ask Joe, "What should I run?" And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do that more often. Work on that on the bye week, man. Work on that on the bye week for sure. Um, I'm definitely going to be in his ear. Yeah, for sure. Uh, before before I let you go, again, the name of the team uh, that you're on for my 11-year-old Coop is It Hurts Too Bad, uh, named after the quarterback Jalen Hurts. 
Um, but maybe after your performance that gave him 100, uh, I think he got 50-something points for him, he, it might be uh, in the mixin' or something like that. Something like that. Uh, you know? Hopefully it, it heals too good. <laughs> yeah, that. It's not bad. That's not bad. So I, I'm sure how many people have you heard from either on Twitter or what else about what you did for their fantasy teams? Yesterday. Um, to be mm-hmm. real, like, I haven't even been on Twitter, uh, so okay. I, I I really ain't even checked. But okay, I've seen a couple people on Instagram um, hit me up about it. But uh, mm-hmm. other than that, though, I really try not to be too much on social media, man. You know, that's smart. I think that's a good idea. Saves you eight bucks too these days. Um, thanks, <laughs> thanks for the time, Joe Maxson. I congrats on the five touchdowns. Let's do this again soon. Appreciate it. Yes. Oh, good, man. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Anytime. That's it. That's uh, Joe. Thank you so much. That's Joe Mixon, everybody. Five touchdowns calling into the Rich Eisen show as the Cincinnati Bengals are now five and four and going into their bye week. Rooting heavily for the New Orleans Saints tonight, I would imagine. How about that? We're going empty. So what do you want me to do? I run a fade. Yeah, I run a fade. <laughs> like, then I'll find you for a touchdown. Like One of your five on the day. That's awesome. I'll be honest with you. Because you know we have Burrow. I've got him in two leagues. It's like enough mixing. Throw it to him. Him throwing a mixing, it's like I win, Coop wins. Sort of like our, uh, our two weeks into the Rich Eisen Show Basketball Fantasy League. What does that mean? Oh, we're both 2-0. Coop and I are both 2-0. Oh, got it. Yep. Coop and I are both 2-0. Adam, our call screener, also 2-0. Everybody else, not. Adam beat me by three rebounds this week. Oh, that's the tough one, I man. Oh, well. Should have rebounded better. Yep. Does that help? Nope. Okay. <laughs> 844-204-RICH is the number to dial when we come back. Oh, my gosh. This ending of this football game was unbelievable in the NFL, and it's going to have some serious ramifications for weeks to come. Hey, folks, it's time for the NFL draft, which means for me, I need a good night's sleep because if I don't have one, I'm just not myself. You know the deal. You know exactly how important it is to have quality sleep. It's a game changer for all of us. So sleep number helps me. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's setting is 70. We both get a great night's sleep because we could adjust the firmness of our mattress on each side. Improve your quality sleep because Sleep Number learns how you sleep thanks to their smart beds and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people. Or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, 
helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Let's go to the phone lines. Who's been waiting the longest? Oh, yeah. Nathan in L.A. What's up, Nathan? How are you, man? Hey, Rich. Good to talk again. What's going on? What's going on? A couple thoughts. I wanted to get get your thoughts on the Giants and Jets coaching and the reason i say that is you yeah. know as best as, as well as i do from the being the east is new york is one of the hardest places to be a coach and both the giants and jets seem to have found the right guys i wonder what do you think is what do you think these two guys have that lets them fit in in a city with such demand i don't know i think uh you know gumption and and confidence and competence put it all together and also a great way to deal with the media you know um, yeah. and, and Dayball, you know, I mean, can you imagine a few years ago, was it, was it Gase and, uh, Shermer here at the same, Pat Shermer at the same time, you know, How silly is uh, that? my like goodness gracious. And, and, you know, and, and thanks to call Nathan. I appreciate it. And, you know, I think I said it on the air was Josh Allen was walking into, to met life yesterday. I was on game day morning and I'm like, this bills MVP season with Josh Allen is brought to you by. Sam Darnold being drafted instead. You know, and somebody was like tweeted me uh, or text. Somebody texted me. I forget who. Gase would have uh, ruined him anyway. And it is really it is really all about how you're born into the league. It really is how you're born into the league. It really means so much. Just ask Sam Ellinger right now. Ask Sam Ellinger right now. Right. Hey, man, you're getting your first start uh, instead of Matt Ryan. Your coach is on the hot seat. Hey, your second start. Bill Belichick's the guy who's going to uh, coordinate against you, and uh, he normally eats people like you for lunch. And as a matter of fact, uh, I think he split it into a, a multiple-course meal yesterday. It was tasty. And uh, now your coach is fired, and in your third career start, guess what? Your new coach is a guy who's never done it collegiately or professionally. And, wait for it, not a single soul that's left there because they fired the offensive coordinator. And the coach who just got fired was a guy who was calling plays. There's not a single soul on your team right now, on your staff, that's ever called an NFL play before. How about that? Sam Ellinger? That's your third start. Now, this kid might be one of the greats one time. But this is what he's got to deal with. The the Indianapolis Colts are going into Vegas. And they don't have a single play caller on the staff (laughs) who's ever called a play in the NFL. You think you've got it bad in New England, right? With uh, Judge and... And Patricia, you want the you want I the do, Patriots uh, to hire Frank Reich right now? Absolutely, one hundred percent. That would be great. You know, you want him right now. I Bring do. him in. Absolutely, please. Come on. Yeah. Come on, Frank. It's called a Quincy special. Let's go. Put it in the books. Put it on. It's either him or I'm waiting for Josh McDaniels in like six months. Justin Fields last year. Okay. Did Mac Nagy really want him? Do we not? I don't know. We could talk all we want. And Matt Nagy's got an offensive mindset. They bring in Eberflus, and you're like, forget it. Really, a defensive-minded coach who's never done this before? That's who you're going to hook up Justin Fields with? Luke Getze, he's never been an OC before. He's coming from Green Bay, really? 
Eberflus. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Eberflus. There you go. Hey, that's Joe Mantegna hey. from Friday. Back Very Johnny. good. Hey, put all it right. all together. Last three weeks, how's it looking? Not bad. Justin Fields. They're calling plays for him. He looks great right now. He it does. all looks like he's in the right spot all of a sudden. He looks How you're born in the league, man. The born on date means so much. Peter in Texas, you're here on the Rich Eisen Show. Speaking of Sam Ellinger, what's up, Peter? Hey, guys. Happy Monday. What's going on? Hey. Hey, so uh, my, my throat's a little scratchy because I was at the LSU-Alabama game, oh. and they caught the two-point conversion in front of my end zone, and we went wild, man. But, what the hell was that like? What was that scene dude, like? What the valley it? shook. Like, the stands shook. I, it was insane. Everyone jumped. It, it was the greatest night of my life. It, it was it was incredible. Oh, did you go oh. on the field? Did you run on the did you get? Did you storm? Did you get out? I tried not to, but I did see a clip. Some dude stole a pylon um, from the field when he, right when he stormed. So, I, I, I mean, I guess he's got a great souvenir now. That's so. awesome. Well, there's an ESPN camera in that thing, too. Yeah. I mean, that's just not any pylon. Yeah. You're not stealing Division three pylon, with all due respect. Yeah. Okay. I, I, Hey man, you know it's. Do you it's set that up as your night. ring, as your ring camera outside your front door? Just you hang the pylon like yes. it's a wind chime. <laughs> Absolutely. And use the and use I the guess. camera. Okay. But yeah, Rich, I I I think the I'm gonna root for chaos now. So basically, I'm rooting for your Michigan Wolverines to take out Ohio State, because if if cards fall right, somehow I think LSU can sneak <sighs> in to number four. Hey, look, so man. Chaos happens. Let me just say this, Damn. and I, I don't mean to burst your bubble here. And I, I, By the way, I'm very, I'm very happy for Brian Kelly, by the way, and I know... Rough he, start. Dude, he got so much grief. He got so <laughs> much grief. Start. He got so much grief for how he left, and then he got so much grief for sounding like Bobby Boucher when he stood <laughs> on, the, on the court for the basketball game where at LSU where he introduced his family. Fam- pardon me. Family. Family, thank you. Right, Family. and then and then it's that that uh, that video that he tweeted out with Danny Lewis, the tight end recruit who's from Louisiana, and he's doing the whole Pulp Fiction, John Travolta, you know, so weird. Uma Thurman dance moves, and everyone's like, "What's you? What are you doing dancing with recruits?" And what's he thinking? And and then Danny Lewis puts it on his TikTok and his Twitter account, and it's been viewed by this point in time over. 11 and a half million times. And Danny Lewis then says, you know what? I'm going to Alabama. And you know what? You know who catches the go-ahead touchdown and then the game-winning two-point conversion is a freshman tight end. Freshman tight end, Mason Taylor. Correct, who's Jason Taylor's kid. By the way, I now feel 80. And so (laughs) Brian Kelly's got to feel great about himself. Oh, absolutely. And I don't, while you were running around and watching people stealing pylons, Peter, <laughs> um, he, he was speaking to ESPN afterwards. Was that Holly Rowe, who was, I believe, uh, doing uh, the, yes. the sideline? She yeah, was talking to him. Yeah. He, had, he had tears in his eyes. He has to be looking around going, this is why I left. And thanks to call, Peter. I appreciate it. And, and by the way, great timing by him because at the same time, uh, Marcus Freeman won his biggest game as a head coach at Notre Dame at that point. Could you imagine if Notre Dame won that and Brian Kelly's now a three-loss coach at LSU after Nick Saban teaches him a lesson on what it's like to be in the SEC? You're not an independent anymore. You're not hanging with Rudy anymore. Hmm. You know, and so I will just say this. Alabama's got two losses, correct? Yeah. 
Clemson, with all due respect to the ACC, I'm front-loading it with all due respect. See ya. Yeah, they're out. Tennessee just lost. Georgia, Georgia treated them like, you know, they were the old Tennessee of old. Yeah. Tennessee outside shot. A two-loss team's not making the final Excuse four. Excuse I mean, me. Come on, guys. You tell me. Tell me where I'm wrong right here. You tell me why Ohio State, Michigan, at the end of this month, isn't just for pride. I think right now they both should make it. I mean, if both go into this game undefeated, and now Michigan's cl- got two home games against Will Compton's Huskers, and then home against Illinois, who just lost to Michigan State despite, despite being top twenty for the first time in a long time. I in think Illinois. if it's a close game, one score game, you're both undefeated. Come on, you now. both should make it. But if one team route, but one team routes the other team, why? What do you mean why? You, you just proved it. So then you Tennessee can't Tennessee gets in because they beat Alabama 52 to 49? Is that what it is? That's that's the difference maker. You got to see how the rest shakes out. Okay. Is Tennessee more deserving than USC, whoever wins the Pac-12? Well, uh, if USC beats Oregon, right? What if Oregon beats USC? Everybody's like, Pac-12, who, what, what conference is that? I mean, Oregon got Remind in. me. Oregon got smoked week one against Georgia. I mean, come on. They're not in. Why isn't Michigan-Ohio State just for pride? Just putting it out there as we get the, the latest I committee. I guess Michigan won't be behind Clemson this week, right? Oh, by the way, it looked bad in New Jersey. <laughs> At halftime, yeah, losing. we were losing 17-14. <laughs> Big Ten Network is showing, it's showing uh, you know, Shiano in full Flintstones mode, walking around like he drives with his feet. Going to work at, uh, you know, at the rock quarry. Everybody go hit, you know. Whoa, and whoa, and, whoa. and fans yeah. in New Jersey are screaming at the camera. I this is our house yeah, in Piscataway. And I'm sitting there going, Piscataway. okay, I really, had to, I really had to collect myself. And then it was on. Because Michigan was making <laughs> mistakes. Last 38, unanswered. Put a 50 spot on Shiano. I almost missed the end of LSU in Alabama oh, just, just because I was enjoying it that <laughs> watching much. Watching the blowout? Oh, it was so great. Take that, Greg. <laughs> take that. On behalf of Coughlin, take that. You know, speaking of Mason Taylor, you just want to talk about genes and genetics. Dad Jason Taylor. Yeah. Hall of Famer. Yes. Uncle Zach Thomas should be a Hall of Famer. I mean, this kid... Oh, and the nephew of Joy Taylor, most importantly, no. of all of this. But like, this what a kid, great, what a great moment for him, huh? Yeah, this kid's got freshman like, big man on campus <laughs> coming I, from your mom's side and your dad's side. Like, I saw the on. moment where his mom went up to him afterwards, and he was crying on her shoulder. It was a great moments, man. Yeah, college was, football, it was bro. It was dope to watch. college football. Okay, you ready for overreaction Monday, Christopher? This is the latest we've gotten to it, but let's get to it. Let's hit it here on the Rich Eisen Show. That was terrible. That was crap. That was garbage. This place sucks. Overreaction Mondays. Monday. All righty. What do you have over there, Christopher? Hey, what's up, guys? What up, though? Overreaction Monday. Uh, Sorry, Mike Hoskins. The Bills are no longer the Super Bowl favorite. False. (laughs) And I loved it, watching the Jets beat them. In my ear, I just heard Hoskins go immediately overreaction. False, and I loved watching the Jets come out. So that's that's one of the great. That's one of the better Jets wins 
I can't remember the last time the Jets came up with a win like that I'm a little one. disappointed in you. I got to be honest. Why? You don't seem as happy as you should be about this win. Because they looked that way against the Patriots the week before. I'm just being a little measured here. Yeah, what, you want me to come on and say, let's get a parade? Like, let's cut up the Yeah, let's man, cut up get the excited. Confetti. That was the biggest win you've had in years, It was man. awesome. It was great to see. It's great to see them blossom. It's great to see the coach do this. But I still need. All right, great. What am I going to talk playoffs about? Or what? We're not talking yeah, let's playoffs. Let's go. Let's go. Say it with your chest. We're talking playoffs. The Jets are on the verge of being yes. in the playoffs. People on Twitter wanted to dude, do the I've hype seen, about this. Dude, I've seen the, the, the Joe Walton start like, what, 9 0, 10 0 one year, and they lost every last friggin' game. Guess what? Uh, Robert South ain't happening I'm still this year, too Rich. scarred. <laughs> but that was awesome to watch. The Bills are still the Bills, man. Too they're much just, sauce. They're swooning. They're swooning. This is the. Uh, they're swooning. They lost one game in the swoon. <laughs> I'm not off the Bills at all. Look. I love it. I would like the Bills bandwagon to be less crowded. Fine. Jump off it, everybody. Jump off the circling wagons because the entirety of the NFL media world was on them. Get off. Get off. I'll just improve my seats. That's great. Just don't throw the ball at sauce. That's what it boils down. You can't. (laughs) Why would you? Too much sauce. Too much sauce. Gravy. We love that dude, man. Wherever he is on his bye week, just... Stay, Stay safe. Yeah. yeah. What do you got over there, Chris? What else? Rich can't be excited because he knows if the draft, <laughs> Jets had drafted Justin Fields instead of Wilson, they'd be Super Bowl oh contenders. All right, goodness. tough guy. How about that? Oh. Oh. Who's the guy who came back Who's from the, the draft? Who's the guy who wanted Justin exactly. Fields? You did, right. Yeah, Me. Did. So you are in a glass did. house? So I was wrong. Right. What do you mean? Pat's beat you guys. Come on. What you're, are you talking about? You're giving me grief what for the Jets about? drafting Zach Wilson over Justin Fields, and you're yeah. not, and you're the same guy. You're the but, guy but who came Mac, back. From- Mac is better than Zach. Justin Fields is just better than both of them. Justin I- Fields is terrific. No lies detected. But you are not happy with your guy either. So why don't you move on? It's not on? about me. Why don't you move on? It's not on? about me. I'm sorry. It's, it's Zappy it's Days are here in New England. I, it's I'm about you. Zappy Days. It's about you. We'll be here again. Come on. He's happy. The disrespect is real. Come on, kids. The disrespect is Whole real. A lot of love in this what we'll be bringing. Let me tell you what will will make me happy when Josh McDaniels is back coaching with the Patriots next year. No, my <laughs> gosh, what is happening he's, in Vegas? See ya. I do not think he's going to get one and done by Mark you Davis. Don't? I don't. <laughs> you don't. I don't think Mark Four Davis 13, wants to. Fourteen, you're out. Bro. I don't. I don't think Mark. I, look, it was so bad yesterday. I thought they were going to lane Kiffin him on the tarmac. Oh. At whatever the, the, the airport, the, our airport formerly <laughs> known as McCarran. I thought they were going to take his job like Serrano <laughs> once took the discs. <laughs> but I, I don't think Mark Davis. I think that's an overreaction right now. I don't think Mark Davis wants to pay all that dead money to a coach. Uh, I, I, I don't think that's in his mindset. What else you got over there, Chris? Uh, I'm, I'm not done with the Raiders just yet either. You're not? You're not? No, no, no. I'm not done talking about oh, the Raiders okay, on this okay. show. What do you got, uh, Chris? Uh, there's something cool going down in Miami, man. Tyreek Hill, I don't think that, I mean, he's going to be the first 2,000-yard wide receiver. I NFL think history. he's on pace. I think you're absolutely right. It's I awesome. think Tua is playing elite, as you know. And there's another guy in Jalen Waddle, Dude. Normally, when you got a 2,000-yard receiver, it's like Cup, it's like Calvin Johnson. It's just like there's one guy, and then there's, you know, uh, a two, not a 1B. 
you know? So, yeah, man, what he is doing is unbelievable. That is not an overreaction. I think it would be a shock if he doesn't get 2,000 yards. He's at 1,100 and change right now, nine games in. Crazy. I don't want to hear about any asterisk either. This is amazing. He might get it before there's that 17th game he plays. If he does it in 16, it'll be, you know, a little more impressive. But Am I reading this right? That's it. <laughs> yeah. Because Miami's got Cleveland at home this week, then a bye, then Houston at home. He he's might only, get 1,500 yards by the time he strolls into San Francisco in week 13. He's only going to play a half against Houston. Then he's going to be at he's going to be indoors against the Chargers in week 14 at Buffalo week 15. Circle that. Home for Green Bay at New England. Home for the Jets. Oh, yeah. I don't know about you, but that looked like money. What else, Chris? Uh, Little Wayne is right. The Packers regret yeah. not trading Aaron Rodgers last offseason. All right, two things. Number one, it's Little Wayne, right? You call him Tucci if you want. No, but he went Little Wayne. Little Wayne. Oh, no. Oh, it's did I little. say Wheezy? Oh, that's my fault. Wheezy. Wheezy. It's Little Wayne. Apologies to Wheezy. Wheezy F baby. Don't forget the baby. Uh, yeah. It's an overreaction. Yeah. Come on, man. He's not playing well. He's missing things, and he's not hitting receivers in the way that he normally has. He does not look like the back-to-back MVP of this team, but I think it's all together – uh, it's all falling apart there. The run game isn't as good as we expected it to be. The receivers are still so young. I think he's wondering half the time he's fading back, like, is this guy going to be where he's supposed to be? And then he's not throwing it where it needs to be either. It's all off. And I think your Cowboys are going to have a, fu- a field day coming off of their bye week. Field I so. day. I mean, I hope. In but- Lambeau. But getting rid of him? Get out of here with that noise. Now she won the photo. You already know that. With all due respect to uh, Lil Wayne. <laughs> Weezy F, baby. Come on. You know, that's on. just a fan who's hurt at the moment. That's what that is. You think Jordan true. Love that's would be true, better? Yeah. Would Jordan Love be operating this offense better? Really? Uh, he, or you'd just can't be, be any worse. Or at least you'd have turned the page <laughs> and you'd have moved forward. Yeah, yeah, it could be worse. It could, could, it could be? Yeah. Did you have you watched them? <laughs> I have. I watch them all the time. What are you talking about? Of course. They look bad. <laughs> Uh, did you see, speaking of looking bad, but in a cool way, did you see Kirk Cousins on the plane yesterday? <laughs> I did. Man, are the Vikings the least feared 7-1 team of all time? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Because of him. No one cares about that. Because of him. It's a little cuzzo. It's because of him. Kirk Cousins. They just feel like at some point there's going to be a game under the lights where they got to win and he, there's a ceiling and he's going to hit his head on it. They're only losses to the Eagles, which looks really good at they, this they point. They got eviscerated by the Eagles. What's that game, with the, that game with the Vikings I'm and the Cowboys speaking, is going to be a good I'm game. speaking the truth. It's because Kirk Cousins has won one playoff game. It was that one in the Dome. By the way, that ain't an easy spot to win a playoff yeah. game in. But that's it. And every single, like, we need to see it with consistency where they have a game under the lights against a top-notch opponent and a whole country's watching, and he lights it up. And then you'll like that. And <laughs> then we'll see. And then it comes, even if he does that two or three times from here on out for the rest of the regular season, we'll still have to pull up a chair and see if he does it in the division round or the wild card round. That's why nobody's fearing him. We need Kirk Cousins in the Super Bowl, TJ. <laughs> he, he was so icy on that plane. He was. He's like, Gucci, uh, man. Hey, not even Odell Beckham can save this disastrous Ram season. I would agree. I don't think he's coming. You know, we already know where Odell should go. I know you want to go to where? death. Oh, Dallas? Hey. Yeah. You know, not? and I want to talk about this a little bit more uh, on tomorrow's show. We have a little bit more real estate. I don't think he's coming. I think he's biding his time. 
And and a month ago, would he have chosen the Rams or the Packers? Maybe. Maybe. Now? No way. No. No way. Would he have chosen the Bucks a month ago? Yeah. Now? Will he sit there and go, ish? Ish? Would he choose a month ago? Would he have chosen Seattle? And ever? He ain't going to choose Seattle. I know he might not, but now if you're shopping around of where do I go? Giants? And where can I win a ring? That's not a bad one. He grew, he, his whole where family can I go and where can Cowboys I win a ring? Rams ain't it, it, not it right now. Not right now. With man. all due respect. You got one more? You need, yeah, one more? need one more? Okay, thanks, George. All right, we'll get one more. Okay, he wasn't paying attention. It's all right. He's bleeding. He's bleeding. He's woozy from the loss of blood. Okay? He's, he needs juice. What else? Your NFL <laughs> MVP through nine weeks, Geno Smith. All right. Gino, Gino, all right. Gino. I, I love Geno. Why not? I, because Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen are your MVPs right now. With Jalen, Hurts, with Jalen Hurts right there. Chris Brockman thought the Seahawks should be playing in the XFL. I did. Geno Smith good. was Offensive Player of the Month for November in the NFC. I mean, October in, uh, in, in the NFC. MVP of the league. I mean, you saw the MVP of the league last night, potentially. Come on now. Yeah, the Seahawks played yesterday. So, uh, <laughs> good stuff with the uh, with the overreaction Monday, sir. Greatly appreciate it. You know, the disrespect. 25 to 1. You get disrespect is right real. Put, hey, put, put a buck down on that. For All me. right. Disrespect We're running out of time. I mean, we need, this is one of those where we need uh, a four. Is that it? No, we got one more segment. I'm not done with the Raiders. Uh, why? Oh, Rich, on this show. No, no, bro, no, he's going to quit them. Oh. Watch. He's going to quit Rich, them. what are you doing? That's, I, don't I move. It. I feel it. And then the wildest finish from yesterday. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices make sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guests work is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Check out our new NBA show, Beyond the Arc, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, where you can find me, John Gonzalez, NBA insider Bill Ryder, and Ashley Nicole Moss, five days a week talking all things NBA. Whether you're looking for insightful discussions, upbeat commentary, breaking news, interviews, or coverage of all the biggest stories in the NBA, our new show is the place to be five days a week. Download and follow Beyond the Arc on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. What a wild finish between the Chargers and the Falcons. This is exactly what would happen to the Chargers, which is why I'm thinking maybe it's their year. Because it actually, uh, luck smiled on them. I mean, the Chargers and the Falcons are tied at 17. The Chargers are going in for the win. Time's running out. All they need is just to run out the clock and bring on their kicker named Cameron Dicker. 
Yeah. Dicker the kicker? Dicker yes, the kicker. because hey, he, yeah. he had just gotten signed earlier in the week. Okay, he had just gotten signed game. earlier in the week because their second kicker of the season went down. And uh, Austin Eckler fumbles. He fumbles, and this oh, – what's the name of this guy here? Oh, my God. Big man with football. Big man with football. <laughs> Taquan Graham picks yeah. it up. He picks up the football, and he's running with daylight in front of him. Big man with football, which is easily the most entertaining thing you can see in anything with involving a pigskin. Oh, yeah. And the ball just comes loose just because, I guess, he's so big and his arms are pumping, it just pops loose. And the Chargers recover it. Get the ball back, bring out Dicker the kicker, and win it. And he's carried off the field by Derwin James and others like he's Rudy. Look at that. Tell me that's not Rudy. Well, there's only two people holding him. Exactly what happened with Rudy in real life. (laughs) Legit, it happened. It happened. Only a couple guys. It's not like the entire cast. I don't know where they said the entire team. Lindsay Theory, who covers the team for ESPN, points out that Cameron Dicker says he was about to head to a Carrie Underwood concert last week when he got the call that L.A. was signing him, and then he's suddenly kicking a game-winning field goal. I mean, that's... And being carried off. Nice. Now... Underwood's good, too. Yeah. Live. Fun concert. Really good. So, all I'm, see- all I'm seeing that is... You know, I'm hearing this. It's, I feel like giving him the Charles Dutton clap. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. You know? Yeah. To, yeah. To, to, to a Carrie Underwood song. Like, like a little slow clap. Because it's real, right? It's based on a... As a matter of fact, Rich Eisen Show Consulting, we've already run it through. Put it up. Here it is, the new movie, Dicker. Uh, oh, yeah. It's called Dicker. Not the same flair as Rudy? Wow. No. Wow. I don't know if anybody's going to want to chant that. I don't know if Touchdown Jesus wants to get involved in that. But hey, now. I mean, oh. Dicker. Dicker. Hey, if he's not kicking next week, Derwin James... And Justin Herbert and Austin Eckler put their jerseys right on Brandon Staley's desk. Oh. <laughs> wow. Six foot nothing, <laughs> right? Five foot nothing, whatever the hell five it is. Foot, five foot five nothing. Foot nothing yeah. six foot Just nothing. like Rudy. Yeah. And by the way, in all seriousness, though, if the Falcons win that game, Ooh. if Ooh. Graham runs it into, the, you know, I, there's I, enough time I, left for for Koo to make the kick. Like, you know I mean? And the Falcons are... A game up in the division. They're above 500. The Chargers are at 500 going into San Francisco on a Sunday night. And the Chiefs have a much better shot of wrapping the division up you know, sooner rather than later. Chargers win. Falcons lose. Falcons are, are now tied for first. Although behind the Bucks, they could be a three-way tie for the division if the Saints win tonight. Wow. By the way... Dicker won a game for the Eagles earlier this year, too. I know. Remember? He's a player, yeah. like, special teams well, player. Mean, it, that's why we're making a movie. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's Rudy and Invincible. So who's he going to kick for Together. next month? He's also 6'1", 216. He's actually huge. The Titans. <laughs> He'll kick for the Titans. Titans. Remember the Titans. He's going to go for a clean sweep of sports movies. <laughs> remember the now Dicker. Then. Remember the, oh remember the Dicker. Remember now the, then, let me finish up with this. Why'd you get those serious? <laughs> because my reputation is at stake. <laughs> well, that's your TJ. fault, Rich. That's your fault. We tried to help side. you, man. We tried to help you.
I did all I could. Felt it in my bones when Devontae Adams went to the Raiders. I felt it in my bones when Chandler Jones went to the Raiders. And the way the the Raiders finished up their season, and I figured Josh McDaniels 2.0 wouldn't look like Josh McDaniels 1.0. As a matter of fact, Josh McDaniels 1.0 actually, what, won six of his his first six games as a Denver Broncos coach back in the day? Undefeated? They beat the Pats? Dude. This has been an unmitigated disaster, and I have stuck with this team. I kept picking them on game day morning, and I was kept I kept saying, okay, so them winning the AFC West, not happening, and without a doubt, the worst take I've had in the eight-plus years of this show. But I've oh. stuck with them, thinking that maybe they could turn it around, maybe they could turn it around, and at least make a run for the wild card, because you see what Josh Jacobs can do running the ball, and Waller's been hurt. And Devontae Adams caught two touchdown passes. They're up 17-0 in Jacksonville yesterday. But they blew it. And the autumn wind, I am done with. Okay? Turn down the music. Turn down the music. And I love these guys on this team. And I'm 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 I I love Max Crosby. And I love what some of these guys did last year. But to quote Goodfellas. Now I gotta turn my back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, Paul. Now I gotta turn my back. Yeah. Now I gotta turn my back on you. That's just because I'm not gonna go down. I'm not gonna sit in NFL take jail the rest of my life. It's too late, baby. Just because you can't get your act together. NFL take jail. Uh, yeah, sure. Why not? That's what Paulie was telling Henry Hill. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna die in jail because of you. Now I gotta turn my back. Now I gotta turn my back on you. That was when he was uh, chopping garlic, right? No, 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 no. no, no, no that's when Henry goes to Medellin yeah, and asks for money. He's asked for help. That's right. That's right. I just blew another 17 point lead, Paulie. Yeah. It sounded like he was cooking there. That's why yeah. he is cooking. He's in the. He's cooking. In the kitchen. Yeah. Well, you know what I mean. You he's can listen to the NFL out. and the NFL app on the Odyssey app on Westwood One Sports.com via Westwood One Station streams or by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports, sponsored by AutoZone. I'll be on the mic for Westwood One's coverage of Monday Night Football tonight, Saints and Ravens. We will see you on Tuesday. Thanks for taking in this show with Joe Mixon, Chris Long, and you.